Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Kings chapter 16. In the seventeenth year of Pekah, son of Remaliah, Ahaz, son of Jotham, king of Judah, began to reign. Ahaz was twenty years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem sixteen years. Unlike David, his father, he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord, his God. He followed the ways of the kings of Israel and even sacrificed his son in the fire, engaging in the detestable practices of the nations that the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He offered sacrifices and burned incense at the high places, on the hilltops, and under every spreading tree. Then Rezin, king of Aram, and Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel, marched up to fight against Jerusalem and besieged Ahaz, but they could not overpower him. At that time, Rezin, king of Aram, recovered Elath for Aram by driving out the people of Judah. Edomites then moved into Elath and have lived there to this very day. Ahaz sent messengers to say to Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, I am your servant and vassal. Come up and save me out of the hand of the king of Aram and of the king of Israel who are attacking me. And Ahaz took the silver and gold found in the temple of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace and sent it as a gift to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria complied by attacking Damascus and capturing it. He deported its inhabitants to Kir and put Rezin to death. Then King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria. He saw an altar in Damascus and sent Uriah the priest a sketch of the altar with detailed plans for its construction. So Uriah the priest built an altar in accordance with all of the plans that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus, and he finished it before King Ahaz returned. When the king came back from Damascus and saw the altar, he approached it and presented offerings on it. He offered up his burnt offering and grain offering, poured out his drink offering, and splashed the blood of his fellowship offerings against the altar. As for the bronze altar that stood before the Lord, he brought it from the front of the temple, from between the new altar and the temple of the Lord, and put it on the north side of the new altar. King Ahaz then gave these orders to Uriah the priest. On the large new altar, offer the morning burnt offerings and even the grain offering, the king's burnt offering and his grain offering, and the burnt offering of all the people of the land and their grain offering and their drink offering. Spread against the altar the blood of all the burnt offerings and sacrifices. But I will use the bronze altar for seeking guidance." And Uriah the priest did just as King Ahaz had ordered. King Ahaz cut off the side panels and removed the basins from the movable stands. He removed the sea from the bronze bulls that supported it and set it on a stone base. He took away the Sabbath canopy that had been built at the temple 
and removed the royal entryway outside the temple of the Lord, in deference to the king of Assyria. As for the other events in the reign of Ahaz and what he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? Ahaz rested with his ancestors and was buried with them in the city of David. And Hezekiah, his son, succeeded him as king. Now, this wicked King Ahaz over Judah caused a lot of problem. In fact, it's my personal opinion that if things had continued um, as they were under Ahaz, that Judah would have suffered the same fate as the northern kingdom uh, being destroyed by the Assyrian Empire, you know, in the same general period of time. But this Ahaz was uh, 20 years old when he became the king. He reigned in Jerusalem for 16 years. And he didn't do what was right in the eyes of the Lord, the scripture says. In fact, it says he followed the ways of the kings of Israel and even sacrificed his son in the fire. And so he he was a an idolater. Um, he was um, not a follower of Yahweh in the true sense. He offered sacrifices and he burned incense in places that were not um, places to sacrifice to Yahweh. And he was known for this. Well, during his reign, uh, the king of Aram came against him, as did the king of Israel. And so these two kings, Aram, by the way, is again Syria. So the Syrian king and the king of Israel came against him. So this Ahaz, rather than seeking the help of Yahweh, sent messengers to the king of Assyria. And uh, this king of Assyria was still this Tiglath-Pileser who had conquered the northern kingdom. And Ahaz said, I am your servant and vassal. Come up and save me out of the king of Aram and the king of Israel who are attacking me. And then Ahaz took the silver and gold found in the temple of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace and sent them as a gift to the king of Assyria. So the gold, the silver and gold that had been dedicated to Yahweh, was given to this Assyrian king as a, a bribe to defend him against the king of Israel and against the king of Syria. And so the, the king of Assyria did. He, um, uh, he defended the king of Judah, and uh, he took this tribute. The king of Judah continued to pervert the worship of Yahweh. Uh, he built another altar in the temple of Solomon that was not authorized by the Lord, copied an altar in, that he had seen in Damascus and um, built it in the temple. And then he butchered uh, the Bronze Sea and he butchered the altar itself. And so he um, uh, really provoked the God of Israel. And so after 16 years of reign, he died and he had a son and his son was named Hezekiah. So his son Hezekiah is going to succeed him as king. Now, let me just say a word. There's a lot written about Hezekiah in Kings. A lot is written about Hezekiah in Chronicles. A lot is written about Hezekiah in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah was the prophet under um, Hezekiah during his reign. And so this Hezekiah is a very pivotal uh, biblical character. He shows up in this chapter 16 of 2 Kings for the first time, succeeding his father, the wicked king Ahaz. But my personal opinion is that Hezekiah was one of the most important kings in Israel's history because he sought the Lord with his whole heart. And as a result, the Lord spared Judah. I believe that Judah could just as easily have fallen under the judgment um, that God had decreed on the northern kingdom. 
But under Hezekiah, the Lord um, spared Judah. And so I want to just pray into that for us. Lord, um, we have many leaders nationally, some good, some not so good, some godly, some not so godly. Lord, we pray that you would raise up godly leaders on a national level, first with our president, then in our Senate, our Congress, the Supreme Court, Lord, and on a state level and on a local level. Raise up those who love you. Raise up those who fear you. Raise up those who follow you. Raise up good counselors for them who love you and know you and hear your voice. God, turn our nation back. Spare the United States of America like you once spared Judah in the time of destruction from Assyria. You spared them for over a hundred years after the northern kingdom fell. We ask you, Lord, that you would have similar mercy on the United States. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.